Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be reviewing Week 17 in the NFL, doing the roundup. This is Championship Week for most leagues, so I'll be breaking down each and every game. This will be part one of it, which includes a wild one between Cincinnati and Kansas City. And a strange one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys. So we're in week 17 now, which means this is championship week in most leagues. But you got some other leagues that goes into week 18. Actually, I'm in three championship games uh, for week 18. So, so um, you know, <laughs> I know I know better for next time. Do not join a league where you got to play week 18. So, anyhow, um, yeah, so this would be considered quote-unquote championship week. So... Uh, either you're in the championship game, or you're in the third place game, or you're just out of it all together with. So, anyhow, for those that are still alive, we'll do the recap of week 17. Uh, some good, a lot of blowouts, <laughs> some close ones, uh, a total air out in one game. And then uh, one of the most bizarre moments you'll ever see on the football field. We're going to talk about that. So I'm going to break it up into two parts, guys. I'll do because there was 15 games played on Sunday and then the Monday nighter. So we'll do eight and eight. We'll divide it up that way. Okay, guys. So and I'm really going to concentrate on the guys more likely than not uh, would have been in your starting lineup. So I'm not going to hark too much on some of the ancillary players. So, uh, yeah, so I may, well, we'll see how, where it takes me. So, all right. So we're going to start with Buffalo hosting the Atlanta Falcons and Buffalo coming up with the win in this one, 29 to 15. Let's talk about it. Um, and, it's kind of weird the way, way this game shaped out, but again, Buffalo 29 to 15 over the Falcons. Let's talk about the Bills. Josh Allen, who I'm sure many of you started in your championship lineups. Uh, 26 pass attempts, 11 completions. Wow. 120 yards and three interceptions. He did have... Uh, 15 rushes for 81 yards and two touchdowns. He wasn't sacked. So Josh Allen coming up with a stinker through the air. I mean, it, it doesn't get any worse than that. But he salvages it with the ground game, thankfully. But still, I mean, this is championship weekend. He, he throws up a dud like this against a... Atlanta Falcon defense that isn't all that formidable, formidable to be honest. So, uh, what's up with that? Anyway, so, um, yeah, so that's the Josh Allen story there. So, hopefully you were able to, uh, you know, win your league even with him performing like this. Hopefully you had a strong lineup. But um, let's talk about the running backs. Devin Singletary, um, if you guys were forced into starting him, he rewarded you kindly, actually. Uh, 23 uh, rushes, 110 yards, and two touchdowns. He had he was targeted once in the passing game, no receptions. So, Devin Singletary, I mean, you talk about a guy who brings his best stuff towards the end. Um, you know, People are longing for this all year long from a Devin Singletary. You just didn't get it. You just knew he was going to be locked in a uh, timeshare with Zach Moss. Uh, it reared his head in a couple of cases, but not 
all that often, but this is a performance here. If you started him, you look like a genius. So, and speaking of Zach Moss, five rushes for 39 yards for him. So, in terms of the past game, a lot of disappointment here. Uh, Stephon Diggs, who many many of folks picked um, in that second second to third round area, um, not giving you much here. Uh, five catches for 52 yards. So that was on nine uh, targets. Gab- Gabrielle Davis, who's been everyone's darling uh, as of late. Only three catches, 40 yards for him. And then Cole Beasley, two catches for 22 yards on six targets. So not much happening in the the passing game here. So, But yet somehow they... We're able to get this win. So, well, I mean, it helps for rushing touchdowns. So that definitely helps matters. So in terms of the Falcons, not much to talk about. I'm just going to zero in on um, Matt Ryan. Not a good game for him. So let's talk about the run game. Remember Mike Davis? He was drafted mid-round in most drafts. He actually... (laughs) He, uh, he had eight rushes for 42 yards in the touchdown. And he had one catch for 15 yards, and that was on two targets. So Mike Davis totally wets the bed all season long. Here he gives you something decent, but um, kind of too little too late because I'm pretty sure no one was starting him. And then Cordero Patterson, who was the more favored running back here, uh, nine rushes for 28 yards. He had two catches for 24 yards. So he goes out with a stinker. So, yeah, so um, the Atlanta run game, very disappointing this season. Um, turns of the receivers, Kyle Pitts, two catches for 69 yards on four targets. He did wind up being the second rookie to top 1,000 yards. And he uh, he's now 58 yards away from Mike Ditka's rookie uh, record of 1,058 uh, uh, yards. Albeit Ditka did his in 14 games, so you know take that for what it's worth. So, um, but uh, Kyle Pitts he has a shot next week to do um, to surpass that. So we'll see. And then Russell Gage, who was acting as the wide receiver one in the absence of Calvin Ridley, who absolutely disappointed everyone who's drafted him. But, you know, you know, he is his mental issues he's dealing with. So um, what can you do in that regard? But Russell Gage, three catches for 50 yards on five targets. So uh, not what you want if you are starting gauge as um one of your wide receivers so coming up for atlanta they actually host the new orleans saints and then buffalo they host the jets so um if you're in the championship next week hopefully uh this is just an aberration performance for josh allen who actually still they have still a lot to play for um uh Buffalo does so uh, they're still tied with New England so they definitely have something to play for next week so anyway moving on to Chicago hosting the New York Giants and this is another no-brainer Chicago 29 the Giants 3 Uh, let's talk about Chicago not really going to talk about Andy Dalton because nobody's starting Andy Dalton in a championship game. Forget about it. But I will talk about probably, well, I'll talk about a few people here. Uh, David Montgomery with a solid game, 22 rushes for 64 yards and two touchdowns, two catches for 17 yards. So David Montgomery coming through for his owners. Uh, David Montgomery is a guy who... Pretty much gave you solid RB2 numbers pretty much all season long. He did have the 
the one injury that he um, suffered kind of like midseason, but he was able to get back on the field and produce. So um, definitely you're a happy camper if you have shares in Montgomery, that's for sure. In terms of the past game, John L. Moody, he's been up, he's been down, but um, boy did he come through through for you in this uh, championship uh, week here. Seven catches, 69 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted 13 times. So um, at least Andy Dalton will throw, you know, throw throw the pigskin around. So um, that definitely helps. And like I said, Mooney, um, I think next year, Mooney is a guy you definitely want to target um, probably more so. Or he'll be amongst... Probably that next tier of receivers um, in drafts next season. Um, I think him and Fields has have a good chance of you know being a solid combination there. So, Allen Robinson totally disappointed you oh, throughout the season. Four catches, thirty-five yards, and on six targets. Um, yeah, he's totally. Um, yeah, didn't give you much, so I don't expect to see Allen Robinson in a Bears uniform next season. So where he goes from here, not sure. But, um, you know, I think he has something left in the tank. I think if he goes to a situation with uh, a quarterback who will throw the ball around, um, I think he can definitely flourish. But I think... I think we've seen the last of him in the Bears uniforms um, after this season, of course. And then Cole Komet, three catches for 25 yards, and that's on five targets. So Cole Komet is a guy I think has a promising future um, with the Bears. So um, I think he's a guy who I'd say if you lose out on the – in next year's draft, you lose out on guys like – Kelsey, of course, Kittle. Um, I think Darren Waller's value may have taken a slight hit. Um, but I think he'll be in that next tier underneath the Mark Andrews of the world, the probably in the TJ Hawkinson sort of uh, area, maybe slightly under. But he he's a guy I think... He could probably be a steal next year, so um, I would look out for him. In terms of the Giants, I'm really going to zero in on one Giant, and that's Saquon Barkley. 21 rushes, 102 yards. He had um, he was targeted once in the passing game, no receptions. So Saquon Barkley looks like he's come out on the other side. Um, it's been tough to own him all season long, but you kind of – Happy with this kind of performance here, albeit he didn't reach the end zone, but getting over 100 yards rushing is pretty um, pretty good stuff here. So um, Saquon Barkley, I think next year, will he go in the first first round? I think it all depends on you know what you see from him and preseason um, training camp and so forth. But um, I think he's kind of on the way back, I think. But he needs much better quarterback play, much better quarterback play in order to um, really reach his potential. So that's all I'm going to say about the Giants. Anything else is just not worth talking about. So moving on for the Giants, they – Actually hosts the Washington football team. Um, if you're in the championship game, you'll definitely want to fire up a Terry McLaren. You, um, you'll see what happens with uh, Antonio Gibson throughout the week to see if he's uh, available to go. If not, probably a Jarrett Patterson you want to take a look at, that's for sure. And then for the Bears... Um, they are at uh, Minnesota. They'll face the Vikings in Minnesota. So, um, if 
your if you still <laughs> if you got Montgomery and you're in that championship game for week 18 definitely give him a goal that's for sure so um so that's the story there guys let's move on now this to me was probably the game of the day Cincinnati hosting the Kansas City Chiefs and getting by them 34 to 31 let's talk about it um Joe Burrow Remember last week he threw it for over 500 yards. This week, what an encore. 39 pass attempts, 30 completions, 446 yards, four touchdowns. Good grief. Uh, he ran it five times for 10 yards, was sacked four times. Joe Burrow, I mean, absolutely coming through for you in this championship week 17. I tell you, Wow. Goodness gracious. Oh, by the way, they won um they won that division um over there. So uh congrats to them on that. Uh let's talk about the run game. Joe Mixon, not with the greatest of games, but this is actually a decent game. Twelve rushes, forty-six yards, and he did have seven um Catches for 40 yards on eight targets. So, in PPR, this is a fine day. This is a fine day. In standard, not so much. But, like I said, I always, you know, lean towards PPR anyway. So, um, PPR-wise, this is a, uh, you'll definitely take this. That's for sure. So, let's talk about those receivers. Jamar Chase with a game for the ages. Um, 11 catches, 266 yards, and three touchdowns. Wow. Goodness gracious. Of course, this breaks a rookie record, um, for receiving yards. Uh, uh, absolute dominant performance by, uh, Chase. Uh, I tell you what, guys. Uh, the combination of Burrow and Chase, you're going to be hearing that for the next 10 years or so, uh, you know, provided contract situations uh, make it so. But what a combination here, guys. I mean, wow. In terms of the rest of the receivers, T. Higgins comes down to earth, obviously, because of the big game from Chase. Uh, three catches, 62 yards. That's on five targets. And then Tyler Boyd, he has the one of the touchdowns, uh, four catches, 36 yards in a touchdown. And that was on six targets. So, uh, yeah, so Joe Burrow getting it done. Jamal Chase getting it done. Mixon giving you something here. T. Higgins, uh, uh, Tyler Boyd, even if you got him out there, um, you're kind of okay with that. So. Uh, moving on to the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, um, 35 pass attempts, 26 completions, 259 yards, two touchdowns. He ran it twice for 25 yards. He wasn't sacked. So, you know, this you'll take this from Patrick Mahomes. Um, you would like to saw better, but, you know, especially given what was going on on the other side of the field, but... You know, yeah. Uh, ho hopefully, he was able to survive this okay performance. It's okay. It's fine. You know, so uh, definitely you'll you'll uh, roll with that. So, in terms of the run game, there was no Clyde Edwards Hilaire, so uh, they turned it over Daryl Williams, who had a very solid game. 14 rushes, 88 yards, and two touchdowns. He did have three catches on for 19 yards. So over 100 yards of uh, scrimmage yards here for Williams along with the two touchdowns. You'll definitely take that. If you subbed him in for Edwards Hilaire, you are sitting pretty right about now. So, And then uh, Derek Gore, who was supposed to kind of split with him, that wasn't the case. Three rushes for 37 yards, and then one catch for eight yards. So, um, yeah, so 
So, truth be told, with it was Hilaire out. Uh, they just leaned on Daryl Williams, and he delivered for them. In terms of the passing game, kind of a weird sort of deal here. Um, Tyreek Hill, six catches for 40 yards, and that was on 10 targets. So, not a great game for Tariq Hill. Um, so that's leading your championship week. Uh, you you, you kind of expected more. Travis Kelsey, five catches, 25 yards, and a touchdown. And that was on seven targets. It's okay game. You know, not top-tier tight end one numbers, but, you know, this is like, if this was like a Cole Komet, you'll take it. But this is Travis Kelsey, the the guy who was flying off the boards in the first round for crying out loud. So kind of a disappointment there. And then Demarcus uh, Robinson with the other touchdown, two catches, 33 yards on one and a touchdown. So moving on for Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, who's uh, pretty much has the division uh, pretty much on lockdown. Uh, they actually face Denver on the Saturday. Uh, they go to Denver and then Cincinnati goes to Cleveland. So, um, so they kind of can take their foot off the gas versus Cleveland, although that's a division rival. So, um, so if you're playing championship week and week 18 and you have some Bengals there, I would kind of temper my expectations. Um, I guess they do have something to play for. Well, yeah, they, they kind of still has something to play for. So, um, yeah, yeah, just fire them up and uh, you, you take it from there. So, anyhow, let's move on to uh, Tennessee hosting the Miami Dolphins and kind of no surprise here Tennessee getting the win over the Dolphins 34 to 3 I guess the score is kind of surprising I think the tights will lock them down like that but let's talk about it so not really going to talk about Ryan Tannehill he did have two touchdown passes so that's that's of importance, but um, not much to say about Tannehill. You're not starting him championship week. Forget about it. In terms of the run game, Deonta Foreman really has emerged here. Twenty, especially bouncing back from last week. Twenty six rushes, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard, eight rushes for him, 45 yards, and a touchdown. He caught three passes for 33 yards. Word has it that Derrick Henry is close to a return. Uh, will he make his debut in week 17? That remains to be seen. So um, definitely watch practice this week, guys. Um, if he comes back, that's a severe blow to uh, Deonta Foreman. Oh, gosh, yes. So um, keep your eyes out for that, guys. And in terms of the pass game, I'm only going to talk about A.J. Brown because you're not starting Anthony Ferkster. You're not starting Jeff Swain, although he had one of the touchdowns in this one. A.J. Brown, two catches, 41 yards on five targets. So kind of a letdown, especially after last week. Um, thought you'd get more out of A.J. Brown, but uh, that's how it goes. So in terms of Miami, uh, not a great game for Tua Tagovailoa, that's for sure. So, not really going to delve into his numbers. Um, just bad game all around. Um, hopefully, you didn't start him in championship week. <laughs> I hope not. And then, in terms of the run game, Duke Johnson, kind of a yeah, game. Seven rushes for 49 yards. Two catches for 16 yards, and he was targeted three times. Miles Gaskin, who just... Fell off the radar. Two, five rushes for 23 yards. Uh, was targeted once. No catches. So, um, the run game, overall, kind of dis a disappointment uh, this season. 
Although a couple of weeks back, uh, Duke Johnson had that fine game, but uh, not so much now. So uh, all in all, the Miami running game wasn't very good this year. So in terms of the pass game, um, we can talk about the receivers. Um, Devontae Parker, four catches, 46 yards. He was targeted 13 times. So um, that just goes to tell you how bad a game two ahead. Uh, Mike Gesicki, who at one point was really flourishing. He uh, he hasn't really produced like that much in the second half. Uh, four catches for 51 yards. And that was on seven targets. And then Jalen Waddle, who many was hoping to uh, really have a good game here. Uh, just the three catches for 47 yards. And that was on seven targets. So uh, definitely not good. And then next week, it doesn't get too much better. They host the New England Patriots, who are um, kind of finding their way back now. So that's going to be a tough go for the Dolphins. And then Tennessee, they are actually at Houston. And what could be... Um, Tennessee still has something to play for. They locked up their division. But um, in terms of buys and all those sort of things, they definitely have something to play for next week. So, um, so like, but again, check the Derrick Henry situation. That's going to bear watching. So, moving on to the Raiders going to the Colts and actually beating them. Uh, 23 to 20. Let's talk about those Raiders. Derek Carr, 31 pass attempts, 24 completions, 255 yards, a touchdown. He did have two interceptions, was sacked twice. So not really a great game for Derek Carr. Um, he'll like to see more on the touchdown ladder, but you know, uh, what can you do? Actually, the Colts have been kind of tough uh, defensively as far as the pass goes. In terms of the run game, Josh Jacobs still uh, giving you something there. Uh, he's been producing these past few weeks with no King and Drake in sight. Peyton Barber's there, but not really a threat to do a timeshare. So, uh, Jacobs, 16 rushes. Uh, 63 yards and a touchdown. He did have four catches for 17 yards. So, hey, you'll take this. You'll take this and run with it, and you'll be happy. So, uh, good one for Jacobs. In terms of the passing game, Zay Jones. He's kind of come on these past couple of weeks. Eight catches, 120 yards on 10 targets. So, you'll take that. And then Hunter Renfro. Kind of a bounce back from last week. Seven catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. So, definitely, you'll definitely um, definitely take that. That's for sure. So, um, And the Raiders with something to play for next week. So, um, bear that in mind. In terms of the Colts, um, not really going to talk about Carson Wentz. We already know what he is. I will talk about Jonathan Taylor, though. Uh, 20 rushes, 108 yards, and a touchdown. He only caught the one pass for six yards on two targets. So, Jonathan Taylor giving you production um, like he's done all season long. So, um, this is a performance you'll definitely take to the bank. Um, definitely in championship week, you'll take that. Uh, you hope to see him do the same next week if you're if you're in a championship in week 18, kind of like myself. So, um, so you hope you, he can go out with a bang. So, uh, Naheem Hines, two rushes for four, four yards, four catches for 14 yards for him. In terms of the past game, only really going to talk about two receivers. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., six catches for 47 yards for him. And then T.Y. Hilton, he had the touchdown catch in this one. One catch, 45 yards, the touchdown. And that was on three targets. So next week for the Colts, they go to Jacksonville. Um, 
again, <laughs> you want to see JT go out with a bang. Uh, maybe Michael Pittman Jr. get a little loose next week. And then for the Raiders, they actually play a Sunday nighter where they host the L.A. Chargers, which uh, could be a kind of a fun game So uh, in that Sunday night slate. So uh, definitely looking good there. So let's move on. I got three more games I want to give to you guys. Uh, let's talk about New England. New England hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I mean beating them down. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> 50 to 10. Good gracious. Let's talk about it. Matt Jones, uh, definitely a bounce back for him, um, especially after last week. 30 pass attempts, 20 completions, 227 yards, three touchdowns. He ran it twice for 12 yards, was sacked twice. So, Mac Jones coming through for you. Um, not sure who's starting him, but um, the, if you if you went by the matchup um, and you said, give me Mac Jones in this one, uh, <laughs> I'll roll the dice and start him in championship week. Man, did he come through for you. Uh, and you saw in the, in the game he had a little chuckle on the sideline with uh, Bill Belichick, so... The rookie getting it done um, in championship week, uh, you'll definitely take that, guys. In terms of the run game, it was a good run game, but, uh, you know, frustration as well. Damian Harris started the game. He had nine rushes for 35 yards and two touchdowns. He scored the two touchdowns early, and then he had one catch for 12 yards. But unfortunately, he left this game. He pulled his hamstring again. So in comes Ramondre Stevenson. He takes over from there. 19 rushes for 107 yards and two touchdowns for him. So the run game, giving you uh, four touchdowns. You'll definitely take that. That's for sure. The status of Damian Harris, we'll see how that plays out throughout the week. But here's what I say. Keep Ramondre Stevenson on standby. Because if Damien can't go, definitely uh, it'll be a uh, Ramondre Stevenson backfield, which always bodes well uh, if you have stake, uh, stakes in him. In terms of the passing game, Kendrick Bourne, five catches, 76 yards. He was targeted six times. Uh, Jacoby Myers with a fine game. Eight catches, 73 yards, and a touchdown. And a kid, uh, Christian uh, Wilkerson. Uh, for him, he had four catches for 42 yards and two touchdowns. He was targeted eight times. So this rookie comes kind of out of nowhere, to be honest, and gives you this fine game. So uh, that bears watching in week 18. Um what the situation is there. I mean, the all the receivers are healthy, so... Uh, oh, by the way, Kendrick Bourne also had two rushes for seven, 17 yards. And then Hunter Henry, three catches, 37 yards on five targets for him. In terms of Jacksonville, not going to talk about Trevor Lawrence. Um, I... Rather see what he can do next season under a new regime, uh, new coaching staff, and um, just for him to get another chance. Uh, I'll talk about the running back, um, Dare. Um, I'm gonna struggle with this one, guys. Agun Bolwie. <laughs> uh, nine rushes for 36 yards. He did have two catches for 32 yards in the touchdown. So, Dare doing his best James Robinson impersonation. So, um, he's the only game in town in terms of the run game. So, um, yeah. So, it is what it is, guys. Um, if you need him for week 17, I guess you can use him. They do face off against... Um, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. So, um, in terms of the receivers, Laquan Treadwell, who's 
really been seeing the targets as of late. Six catches, 87 yards for him. Marvin Jones Jr., kind of a disappointing season for him. Two catches, 46 yards on six targets. And LaVishka Chenault Jr., two catches, 13 yards on three targets. He had a disappointing season. So, um, not sure what this pass passing attack is going to look like um, for next season. Again, um, it's like who really wants this job, man? It's, it's kind of a uh, bit of a dead-end job, so to speak. Um, I mean, the bright side is you're getting a young quarterback so that kind of gives you a little rope uh if you can get him to improve you still have james robinson etienne um should be back uh for next season maybe they'll add uh some weapons on the uh in terms of the receiving core probably a tight end so um this offense isn't horrible they just need to shore up the Offensive line as well, so um, maybe you'll get a different sort of result from uh, Trevor Lawrence then. So, so moving on for the Jaguars, they actually host the uh, Indianapolis Colts, who has something to play for, so um, that's not going to be easy for Jacksonville. And then New England, they go to Miami um, in a game that they must have to have any shot at that division so uh moving on i'm saving this one for last so i'm gonna skip uh, <laughs> uh philadelphia uh they went to washington to face the washington football team and got to win 20 to 16 let's talk about those eagles uh jalen hurts not a great game from him 26 pass attempts, 17 completions, 214 yards. He did run it four times for 44 yards and was sacked once. So, yeah, not the greatest of games for him. So, um, In terms of the run game, Boston Scott, 14 rushes, 47 yards and two touchdowns. He caught four passes for 39 yards. But he did get banged up in this one, so I'm um, not sure how he's looking coming out the other side. Um, we'll see. Uh, remember Miles Sanders, he's out. He's out. So, um, and then Jordan Howard, 11 rushing for him, 26 yards. Targeted once in the past game, no receptions. So, and then I think he even came out of this one banged up. So, the running back situation is going to bear watching. I think right Right about now, Kenneth Gainwell is the only healthy running back for the Eagles. So, um, again, watch practice very carefully, see what's what. But um, it's it's a situation that bears watching, that's for sure. And they kind of have a short week. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, in terms of the pass game, Dallas Goddard, six catches for 71 yards on seven targets. So, You'll take that from your tight end, that's for sure. Uh, Devonta Smith, three catches for 45, no, for 54 yards, and that was on six targets. So, yeah, kind of okay, it's all right sort of thing. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's the story there. In terms of the... Washington football team. I'm just going to talk about the running back and Terry McLaren. Uh, Jarrett Patterson subbing for Antonio Gibson. 12 rushes, 57 yards and a touchdown. Five catches for 41 yards. So uh, he got close to 100 yards of scrimmage yards there. Um, you did get the touchdown. So you'll definitely take this as somebody, you know, filling in for Gibson. You'll take that. And then Terry McLaren, seven catches for 61 yards on eight targets. So you like to see that. Um, you like to see the involvement, the targets going his way. So, um, yeah, so yeah, that's what it is. Anyhow, so coming up for Washington, they actually go to the Giants. So uh, definitely fire up Terry McLaren, that's for sure. 
Um, I think he'll he'll uh, have a pretty good day there. You saw what Darnell Moody did to the Giants this past week. So uh, Terry McLaren is a guy I'll definitely want to have in my lineup. And then watch the situation at running back. I believe Gibson should be back for the Washington football team. And then Philly has the short week. They're, they actually host Dallas on Saturday. So, um, yeah, so, uh, again, watch that running back situation. But I believe Hurts should have a better showing next week. We'll see. We'll see what Dallas defense shows up. So, um, yeah, so that could be interesting. So, And then the last game I'm going to talk about is the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, going to MetLife Stadium to face the Jets, and had to pull this one out in the uh, the final uh, two minutes or so, twenty eight to twenty four. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay. Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things to be honest. Uh, Fifty pass attempts, thirty four completions, four hundred ten yards. He had three touchdowns. Uh, one interception was sacked once. So Tom Brady flinging it around, um, and he needed to in order for them to get this win here. So uh, you'll definitely uh, take that, especially in championship week. Tom Brady coming through for you like a bandit. Um, in terms of the run game, Ronald Jones started this game, but uh, I believe he's now in concussion protocol i want to say um so if that's the case uh next man up probably Keyshawn vaughn eight rushes 31 yards two catches for 14 yards on three targets so um so that run game you'll definitely want to see what's happening with them um throughout the week um in terms of the passing game uh, this, <laughs> let me just talk. Um, Gronk with seven catches for 115 yards. And that was on 10 targets. Cyro Grayson coming through six catches, 81 yards on eight targets. Tyler Johnson having a better week this week, four catches for 50 yards on six targets. Mike Evans. Four catches, 47 yards. He had a touchdown um, on seven targets. Cameron Brait had another touch, had a, another touchdown for them. Uh, two catches, five yards, and a touchdown on three targets. Brichard Perryman, two catches, 41 yards on three targets. And then there's Antonio Brown, three catches, 26 yards on five targets. Let's talk about the fantasy aspect of what Antonio Brown did guys you came into this game knowing that Antonio Brown had these incentives he was trying to reach in order to get his money so so everybody I was on IG everybody was talking about him how he's gonna ball out these last two weeks I bought into it <laughs> I tried to grab him anywhere everywhere I could uh, only was able to get him on two teams. That's two teams too many. So, um, anyhow, so last week, balls out. Tom Brady forces the ball into him, has a monster game. So you figure, hey, this guy's going to carry you to a, uh, he could be a league winner for you. Then the meltdown. So. Guys, if you had him in your lineups and he cost you a championship, I know you're tearing your hairs out. Uh, I actually had him in a couple of lineups. Um, one didn't do so well. The other I was able to overcome, thankfully. Uh, I had strong performances from other guys, so uh, I was able to write, kind of write the ship. But... Uh, yeah, so the fantasy aspect really stinks, but, you know, it is what it is. Now let's talk about what happened. 
from what I'm hearing, uh, he didn't like the fact that uh, his buddy Tom, remember, Tom Brady's the one who vouched for this guy. Tom Brady's the one who brought him into his home. Into his home. They He brought this guy in there. Um, <laughs> and you talk about the uh, biting the hand that feeds you. So, supposedly he went to Tom and said, look, um, you know, I got to get these incentives. So, what are we doing here? Um, you you giving it to Gronk now? What, what's up with that? So, basically, Tom Brady was basically telling them to be patient, be patient. I guess Antonio's patience is different than Tom's patience because I guess it ran out for him and he had enough. So, uh, Mike Evans tried to talk him off the ledge. Nothing was doing. He was a guy determined to check out. He goes, he takes off his uniform, he throws his gloves into the stands, he takes his shirt off, he goes towards the Jets' end zone, he does a little dance, a uh, little shimmy, whatever he does, and then he goes to the tunnel and off into the sunset. So, everybody want to say, oh, it's CTE, it's this and that. Uh, first of all, yeah, we cracked his skull open to see supposedly you can't uh, tell cte until a person dies so um could he could he have cte he could he possibly could but i think there's something deeper than that um he blew it he blew his chance i don't see him ever getting in a nfl uniform again i should Never say never, but um, we could talk about uh, the fact that he's gotten the, all these different chances, um, chances not afforded to a Colin Kaepernick, but that's a story for another day. Um, he's blew chance after chance after chance. And then remember, <laughs> let us not forget this. And I, I, I think this, this is the lesson in all of this. He provided them a fake vaccine card. That is a felony. He avoided a felony charge just because he's a football player. Let that sink in. You, me, Joe Blow here behind the microphone doing my podcast I can't provide a fake vaccine card. They'll throw me in jail. But this football player was able to skate by, get a three-game suspension. Not a suspension for the year, for ending his um, season. A three-game suspension. And Bruce Arians brings the guy back after his suspension. I mean, of course, he's desperate because... Um, he lost uh, Chris Godwin for for the rest of the season. But um, think about that. Think about the fact that he was able to skirt a felony offense for for providing that vaccine card. Thank you to the the cook that he never paid. Otherwise, we'd never know about it. But think about that. And you had this major meltdown on TV during the game, in the middle of a game, all because Tom Brady went with the matchup that was best for the team. That's deep, man. That is deep. That's some deep stuff. But, you know, bottom line, man needs help. He does need help. But... The problem is he's never been held accountable for anything. He's never been held accountable. And the people in this corner, the yes men, they won't call him out on his nonsense. So, in essence, this is what you get. So, um, do I feel bad for Tom Brady and Bruce Arians? Not really. 
because you know you 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 make a deal with the devil don't don't be surprised when uh the, the devil bites you back so um yeah so you know this is the deal you made and you know um and that's that's just the way it is so anyhow um that's my social rant on <laughs> That's entirely different than my fantasy rant, but, um, yeah, but not a good look at all. Not a good look. And again, I think he's played himself out of the league. So with that said, I'm going to end it here. Went kind of long on, on that one, but I do have a part two where we talk about the actual games, believe it or not, six more games in the slate, including a Sunday nighter. And a Monday night, uh, Big Ben's final, what will probably be his final performance in front of the Pittsburgh faithful. Uh, I have that. Aaron Rodgers, maybe his final performance in front of the, well, he is he's in the playoffs, so um, may not be a final there, but final regular season uh, in front of the Green Bay faithful. And a few other things as well. So we'll talk about it. All right, guys. So I'll see you on the other side. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at that sports dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.